Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to a brand new extra special. Guys, I I really have only had one drink. Let's start that again. Hello and welcome to a brand new extra special episode of Tender Loving Care with your host myself, Pauline, and my darling Kate. Kate and I have decided we cannot not discuss the latest in the 90 Day Fiancé franchise, 90 Day Fiancé before the 90 Days. As you probably know, our podcast, Tender Loving Care, which is available on all podcasting platforms, has a new episode each Wednesday. Course. <laughs> I, I apologize to everyone listening. In that podcast, we break down a show from the TLC network, past or present, and deep dive and discuss the glorious chaos. We've decided to watch even more TLC and get in on the new season of 90 Day Fiancé Before the 90 Days and release it as some more content for you, our beautiful trash TV loving listeners. Woo! Got through it, Kate. Woohoo! <laughs> what think have you had? More of the $130 bottle of wine? Look, there was a little mistake made when I did drink my friend's $130 bottle of wine. Eek. Um, but um no, right now I'm just having a little wine, just having a little Pinot Grigio, turtle time Pinot Grigio. But, Me too. Um, turtle time. Cheers. Chaws, chaws. Um Kate, what was I going? I was going to say something of great importance, but I cannot remember it was, so it can't be that important. Anyway, guys, we are here to do our 90-day fiancé before the 90 days. Now, we just, a little bit of background, a little bit of insider info. It's Monday night, and we just recorded our Wednesday episode, our Wheel of Shame episode. And um, we took a break, and then we're coming back to record this now for tomorrow, when you're listening to it Tuesday. And um, I obviously, you know, any break that I have, Kate, we, I go straight to the news. I go straight to page oh. six, see what's going on. I go to Instagram, you know, reality blurb, like all the important, important news sources out there. And there is this guy, he's going to check it out. It's biz- I'm sure it'll be everywhere by now, but there is a bizarre video that Kyle has done, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And she's kind of, but not addressing the split. And she's saying, I don't know who it, I, I just sort of, I, clip of it i don't know who or how this came about but it's her doing like an instagram live or something and she's basically saying so the reason you know the paparazzi caught me without my ring is not because mo and i have had a very hard year it's because and then she goes into this explanation because she's lifting weights because she's uber fit now and then she had to rush and take Portia to school so she didn't put her ring back on and that's what paparazzi got then she goes into the People magazine article that came out and said they had split, that then prompted her to release the weird statement saying they're not divorcing, but whatever. And it is the it is as though she, it's like a a um a hostage video. She turns around at one point, she's like, Oh, I don't know how much I can say. Don't know if she's looking at a publicist or something. And then she goes, Well, you'll see. I mean, you know, it's been a hard year. 
for Mo and you know and and the family and and but we put out the thing to say we're not divorcing. No, she didn't even say the divorce has not been discussed. But um, and she's just going, but um, you know, but but um, it's just hard, you know, for us to discuss. We've been having problems to millions of people, but um, you know, yeah, I mean, uh, it all makes sense. But people have problems in their marriage, and um, yeah, it was like fluff. It was ridiculous. You've got to go and watch it. She's, she's. I don't know. Makes me even more suspicious that all of this is a bloody some part a storyline. And she knows that she's she realizes that this upcoming season of BH is going to be so big with her and Mauricio having issues that let's cash in on it now and build it all up. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody said that the house is up, that she was moving her stuff out the other day of the big house she has, which I don't believe because she would not leave that house because we all know if you're going through a divorce, don't leave the house. So I, I don't know what's going on, Kate. What is your vibe with it all? <sighs> There's some sort of shakeup going with it. My, I know this might sound stupid and maybe it's probably wrong, but my immediate thought is what if they are open in some way or, but I don't think Kyle would do that. It's just like something, something, something is up. I think she was deeply enamored by this person that came into her life. It didn't matter whether it was female or male. I think she just globbed onto her and loved her and thought she was cool again. She started to lose weight, changed her outfits, her look. And I think it just gave her this joy for life again. I think Maurizio is making a ton of money, traveling a lot. He loves his weed and probably chilling out when he is home. And she's got this, remember all her children have gone to university and left university apart from one. I think a lot of stuff happened. And she had this cool, young, 30-something-year-old girl with tattoos, with, you know, singing to stadiums, you know. Yeah. I don't know if it was sexual. I don't, I think, I just, I don't, I don't know. But I'm getting sick of this bullshit that you should go and watch the video. It's really annoying. I'll tell you that. And Mauricio must be jealous that she's yeah. giving this Mer- Morgan all the attention and isn't exactly. isn't uh, over him anymore. Yeah. Um, but I will say quickly before we get into uh, this week's episode before the 90 days, guys, we've received your DMs and your comments on some other posts that we posted on on Instagram. And I want to say thank you, first of all, for the DMs, because we love receiving these DMs more than anything. Writing back to you, you can email us all the time at tenderlovingcarepod at gmail.com or these DMs are on Instagram, tenderlovingcarepodcast. We love reading them. Um, but I had a couple come in, uh, DMs and commentary talking about Match Me Abroad. Now, I actually won just before we started recording. So Match Me Abroad, I have... Hey, I don't know about you. I have dipped into it. I've watched a couple of episodes and I even was watching more. I think it was yesterday. Um, There is a lot on it. Kate, I told you there's the guy that has his book full of inventions that he just walks around with and he's trying to find, and he's five, he told everyone, he told the matter he's five foot eight and she takes no shit. She's like, you're five foot six. He's like, "Um, am I? And um, he went on it and he only wants like six foot blonde models. Oh, and he has the suspenders. I did watch a few episodes. Okay, okay. And he went on the date with her and he says, I brought you this. And he'd drawn her a rose and gave her that. I mean, there's a lot going on on it. Um, So you have caught some then, Kate? Yeah, I would say two or three episodes. All right. Well, guys, thank you for letting us know this crazy. One of our listeners said something about there's this one guy they're like you have to talk about this drama it was a chris or a something i'm sorry i don't have it in front of me i do apologize but we'll, i will probably get through it. i'm sure i will end up watching it whether i'm driving or doing something i will watch it um but she said you ha- you guys have to discuss it so who knows there might be something that will pop up we cannot guys go to five days a week of recording yet we want to trust me we want to. Yeah. Um, we really do. But unfortunately, we have other stuff that we have to do to pay our bills. But um, having said that, if you want us to go to five days a week, guys, 
join our Patreon. It's five bucks a month. Your support can help us cover every single one of these moronic shows that there are. And we will do it with glee, joy, and love from our heart. You can, as you're listening to this right now, you can look at your feed, just go to where it says subscriber episode, click on that. You'll be able to take you directly to a page Enter your details. It's five bucks a month. You will get two extra episodes from us. And what it does is essentially just supports us so much, guys, and helps us create more content, better quality, watch more of this 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 stuff that we have to spend more time talking to you guys. Um, we have um, we basically deep dive in these extra special subscriber episodes. We deep dive documentaries, the weird, the wonderful, the wild, pop culture, UFOs, unsolved crimes. We've done Anna Nicole Smith. We've done this imposter that the travel from Spain to America, telling people he was a long lost child that had been abducted. So much stuff. And we're coming up to record next week. Uh, actually, this week for next week is um, the documentary. There's something wrong with Aunt Diane. And if you are familiar with that, you will know that it is a documentary that will l- stay with you for a lifetime. You won't be able to it will leave you with a billion questions it will make you question everything about how much we really know people and it's fascinating kate and i will be getting into it but that's the plug anyway i put the plug at the top of the show please go and subscribe and um we just love hearing from you and your support it means everything so kate let's get into this episode we're on episode Eight. eight now and it this one is misunderstood my first line is not a great episode board. What were you feeling? Yeah, it had its moments of what the fuck, but it was a sleeper one. I think there's enough for us to chat about and point out mm-hmm. and still entertain y'all, but it was not the most thrilling episode of 90 Day. I'll say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Where do you, who do you, who, which, um, which couple do you want to start with? Amanda and Razvan. Okay, go ahead. So she's still on this trip and they are going swimsuit shopping. Oh, God. He had picked out a pretty skimpy one that she wasn't a fan of. And the main thing that happens there is he's apparently buddies with the shop girl there and had told her about Amanda when he went to get the swimsuit okay and reveals in that moment that he does want more kids and she reveals that she wants or she would not raise kids in that in that city or a city and then we get her FaceTiming with her sister. That was the other thing. Right. And then before that, though, remember, we have the scene that my English, my EEE, English Eagle Eyes, spotted. So they're having, the bottom line is Amanda's miserable. Yeah. And she's like, no, she's, she's not, it's like, dude, you're on to, first of all, your job is to be on television right now. You have to entertain us. They paid for all these flights. They're paying for everything. They've got a camera in your face. This is the deal. You have to show up and do something here. And she's just constantly kind of like this with the rest. Well, I know. <laughs> I don't know. So we find out they haven't had sex yet. Yeah. I don't know the length of time. I think he said it's probably been over a week or something that she's been there. They're sleeping in the same bed and they've been giving each other hickeys. So pretty remarkable, but they have not had sex yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have this conversation about how she can't have sex now because she's on a period and they kind of go back and forth. But that's not what was interesting to me. I'm watching it. And she's got her arms around him and she's staring at him and they're having this whole conversation. It's an ongoing one shot of them talking about sex and how he wants to have it. And she's like, I don't know. We have a look at her and she's going, but I just, I don't know, you know, yeah, it has been a week or whatever. And there's no makeup on her face. They they go to him for his response to her, flashback to her and she has a face full of makeup. <laughs> they made her reshoot it. I loved it. Those type of things, when I catch them, I'm obsessed because what we see is, I'm like, so I paused it. I'm like, her face is full of makeup. And she's still got her arms around in the exact same pose. I'm like, 
oh, they had to reshoot this because then it goes back and forth and I'll go back on her and ending their conversation with her no makeup on. Then she goes and sits down and we see her putting on her makeup before they leave to go to the bikini shop. So it must have been a point of them going, she'd finished her makeup and before they walked out the door, okay, let's go back in and we're going to get you to reshoot, put your arms around him again and reshoot your response to your sex life. It's it's brilliant. I loved it. <laughs> what did she even say in that moment? Like, what do you think she gave the first time where they were just like, I know. Oh. This was, well, I, honestly, she doesn't really talk. Like, she doesn't right. say anything. She's just like, oh, you know, uh, it's, it's very hard. And there's so much empathy with her situation, with her, you know, she's been only been with one or two other guys, maybe just her ex-husband. Yeah. So yes, it's awkward, but, you're in this situation on television. Come on. You need to give us something, dude. You need to give us. She's just kind of like, and this Razan, I forget. He's younger. He's only 27. Right. He's like, well, and he's much more mature than she is. She like can't have a proper conversation. I feel like there's no communication. She goes into moods. And then one of our listeners commented on one of our posts and said, she's a complete narcissist and I hate her or I dislike her or whatever. And I wrote underneath that. Interesting. I was like, I want to know your point of view. So I said, tell me more. So I'll see what they say. But um, she's not, she's not liked. No, it's, it's not appealing to watch someone act like they're being forced to be there when they voluntarily Mm. signed up for the show and went abroad and started this relationship. I understand though, that she didn't, (laughs) she like bit off more than she could chew, I think, because she got there and realized, oh shit, what did I get myself into? But she's really hot delivering here. Oh, uh, what did you think of the conversation with her sister on FaceTime? Nothing. I mean, it was really like a fast forward. It's like, Amanda, you you don't know how to talk to this guy. You don't really know this guy. You shouldn't be here and go home to your kids. But she's, she's getting so, she's getting so concerned in mm-hmm. things that haven't even happened yet. Yes. And that's what you're saying, giving her this reality check. Like, you don't even need to be talking about kids right now. Right. Well, I found out that Razvan wants to have more kids and he told me that he could go either way before I got here. And now he's saying he wants all these kids and her sister's like, why are you even talking like that? You don't even know if you want to be with him or if he's your future, like just get to know him and take all this pressure off of it. And so she just, she doesn't know how to pace the relationship or She's just very ill-equipped and she needs to be home with her children and heal. And that's yep. the bottom line. Um, who should we go to next? Riley and Violet. I really dislike Riley. He's vile. He's he's I think he is a he's 48 years old and speaks like a teenage boy. It's disgusting. So we see this terrible kind of interaction between Violet and Riley on the phone with Riley's friend or sister or sister, friend that's like a sister, whatever. And she's essentially interrogating Violet about why were you still on the dating app where we saw you on there? Why were you on there? It wasn't her place to do that. It was a cowardly Riley that couldn't even ask her himself. So he gets someone else to do it. And then he immediately, it's these men that don't defend their partners. He's yeah. like, yeah, so what do you say about that? Huh? What? He what ambushed her and then he hid, he hid behind the reasoning of, oh, well, your family had questions for me. She's like, first of all, this isn't even technically your family. It's your friend. Yeah. And second of all, you acted like this was supposed to be a nice date. And this is the moment you pull out this phone call with your friend and you pressure me. She starts to turn to him to answer the question. And he's like, no, tell her, tell Tiffany. And it's like, it's really uncomfortable. She has a short temper too. And I think does immature things like blocking right away and stuff like that. But it was what he said to her. And he's like, okay, bye, bye, bye. This is a 48-year-old man. 
I wouldn't even be in the same room as somebody that spoke like that it's just disgusting he's he humiliated her he wanted to put her on the spot he's a coward and he's weak and he's disgusting and I just wrote under all of my comments guys I have Riley 48 PA Violet 43 Vietnam pig full stop that's all I wrote because he's a pig and I don't like him and I don't want to see him anymore he's disgusting I don't know what proof he has that she's been cheating on him besides that. I mean, she says she forgot the password and so she didn't have it deleted. I've heard of this happening with couples. Like you just, you you delete the app and you think it's gone, but you actually still have a profile on there. And it's like kind of, sometimes it happens and I just don't know why we, why he's so adamant on the fact that she's like a liar and a cheater. Well, we haven't been shown. We haven't been shown why. All he'll say to that is, well, I was cheated on in I, my past relationship. So I need to, and it's like, give me a break, dude. Give me a break. And I feel like there was that thing in the last episode of Violet um, showing a photo. She, he apparently saw a photo of a ch- shirtless man on her phone that's not a great look. I oh, don't know. Okay. Right. Yeah. Well, and she texted that. and she texted all that stuff to his dad. Yeah, that which, was nice. Which also wasn't kind of doing the same thing that he did with his friend of like, you know, not backing him up or, you know. So that's why I think it's like it's both of that. I'm not really like I'm not on his side, but I'm not fully really on her side either. I don't know what Violet wants. I don't know what she wants. And I don't mean that as a really, really nefarious thing that she's looking up. I just feel like she doesn't know what she wants. I don't know why she's picked him. I don't think they're compatible. I don't think she's attracted to him. I, you know, she's got a job in Vietnam. Maybe she just wants to get out. I, I don't know. But um, we do see next week, both of them. Yeah, blocked her, blocked her. It's like, grow up, dude. Oh. At that point, it's like, if you're blocking them and you don't trust then you're done and it's yeah. over. Go home. So I've got a lot. Um, let's go to very quickly Juno and Jasmine because usually they have a ton to talk about. We have, we, we could talk about them, but this was just one therapy scene. <laughs> so when you didn't think it get any worse between them, they go to therapy. Oh, God. And oh god. I don't understand these men in their four, in their late forties and fifties that have the maturity level of a teenage boy. They're teenage boys. I don't know what to do with that piece of information, Kate. No, I don't know what to do. To me, a fifty-year-old man is so sexy and just older and got their shit. To get, just, just, and then I look at these bunch of morons and I'm like, eh, eh, actually. They don't all have it no together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so they sit in therapy and she discusses my sexual needs aren't getting made. He makes me hate my body. There's this whole thing about the shower, which I essentially think that Gino is just not a sexual person. Um, I don't think he has a high sex drive, I'll say. I don't think he has a high sex drive. Combined with he is intimidated. And there is, um, I remember, I remember reading, I think it was Jenna Jameson's autobiography. And she said, you know, the amount of men that come up to me and say, I could be a porn star. I could do it. Like, it's my dream job. I could do it. And she says, okay, drop your pants right now and get hard. And she says, men, it's not that easy. And they all think they can do it. But they can't. And I think he is like he's with a porn star every single day. Like he doesn't, he's intimidated by her. He doesn't essentially like her. I think that's the bottom line. I think he's straight and I think he is attracted to women, but he doesn't like her. And believe it or not, men will not have, like we all think that the majority of men will have sex with anything and the most of, be fair majority of men will um if they're horny enough but there's a situation like this he's just intimidated he's just completely intimidated he doesn't really like her and he can't get out of this and he's trapped and so he cannot have sex seven times they've had sex seven times kate appalling he has no confidence left 
No. She cuts him down (laughs) in such harsh ways that that's what he means when he says, well, we fight so much that I'm not turned on. It's because she's saying stuff to him. Like you're, you know, knocking on his genitals and his sex drive. And my ex was way better at having sex with me. It's like, yeah, that's going to make him get in his head. And I don't even like Gino. No. So, uh, they've got so, so many issues and this therapist (laughs) doesn't even know where to start, but she's, Mm she's really kind of getting on Gino and saying mm. it's all these issues. You need to think about what you can do, not what you need them to do. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation. We thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Right, right. You could maybe not add as much fuel to her fire when she's feeling angry. You know, don't put digs in at that moment. And he's like, okay, but she needs to work on her stuff oh, too. Oh, 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 oh. And yeah. she apparently agrees to it, work on her anger. And like a, the saint she is, stop hanging out with her ex who she fantasizes sexually about. I mean, sainthood coming to jasmine i mean she really there's a point where like it was so distracting watching the scene because at the back of the therapist there's just rows and rows of toys you know for like the kids so i kept thinking gino's gonna stand up pick up those trains and just get on the floor and start playing with them like he's (laughs) gonna pick up all these toys turn his back to jasmine get on that floor cross his legs and start playing with all those toys because he is a child he is it was all so rough and then she also said therapist just stop talking about it just go and do something where you're not talking about if we fought last night we fought last night we had a fight last night maybe we should go to fight today or should we just don't so we see next week that they go on some bike ride type of thing with that sister slash daughter of jasmine in the back and um they're just fighting again i mean it's she didn't have the proper equipment. She didn't have the proper equipment. What's he going to do? Oh, so that's them. Um, so we have left. We did not see Christian and Cleo. And I'm going to get into him next week. But I'm he. I'm sorry, Kate. He is sat. No, I'm not going to get into him because he wasn't even on this. Just I'll, I'll, I will wait till next week to explode <laughs> on him. But um, we didn't see them this week and we didn't see Ty Ray and Car- Carmella. We didn't see those. So we have left Misha and Nicola, Statler and David. Who do you want to go next? Uh, let's do David and Sheila. Okay, go ahead. All right. They are leaving the hotel to go to her home so that he can meet her family. But first they go to meet with this ASL translator who's going to be coming with them actually to home uh to translate the entire thing and she's a young woman named amy Mm -hmm. and she (laughs) she didn't know what she signed up for that woman and she is so shady to sheila actually (laughs) She's (laughs) she's talking with them and then she gets interviewed by the cameras and she's like uh sheila 
knows very few words in sign language. If I had been dating someone for more than two and a half years, I would know a lot more. She goes, <laughs> uh, when I learned, it took me about a month to learn. <laughs> I mean, I mean. And uh, what's really sad is Sheila is so, so incredibly insecure. And she starts kind of sobbing to the producers about how she thinks that he's going to leave her for the interpreter, Amy, who looks to be really young. And I just felt so, I just feel so bad for her in this moment. She doesn't want to bring it up to him. She doesn't want to look pathetic, but she's just, she's so shaken and insecure. Well, it only gets worse because guys, if you need a shock reality of how other people in this world live, uh, we go to see Sheila's home um, where she lives with her father and her mother. And it's abject poverty. I mean, it's, it's utter poverty. They have sewage running the streets. It's like Victorian London. I mean, it is poverty beyond just what you can imagine. There isn't, they have nothing. I mean, they have nothing. The ceiling's caved in. There's a, a, um, a, uh, a pot, a pit, uh, what do you call them? Um, when you old fashioned Victorian days, a chamber, a chamber pot. They have a chamber pot that they pee in. Um, I mean, we meet the father and the mother, and they're both they're both have hearing loss. And I think David is shaken to his utter core. Yeah. I think forget air conditioning; they don't even have running water. No. I mean, it's just if you want to be grateful for everything you have, remind yourself that not everybody lives as we do. Because it was hard, it was very hard, and it was very hard. David was saying, and I think Sheila's embarrassed, and that was hard. So we see the night they kind of lay down to go to sleep after meeting the father and the mother on the floor, on the floor, and then next week, what it's basically insinuating that Sheila's hysterically crying over a coffin. I think one of her parents died. Yeah. They said that you hit David says we went to sleep and we woke up and I think one of his, her parents died in the night. That's what it looks like. <gasps> oh, Just that little clip made me tear up. It was really, Oh, it's awful. So you just, I'm glad that David's there with her. That's something. And, and David met both the parents. That's kind of what I, I, I looked at as was a positive out of that, but yeah. Oh my goodness. It is going to be, that's going to be tough. I was, really, be tough. I was really glad he made it clear that he wants her to know that this isn't going to deter him from wanting to yes. be with her Yes, and he loves her for her. And it seeing this just made him sad and really understand the gravity of the situation and why she really needed assistance with, their housing i mean there's no roof and it's it's dire so um yeah they they i think that they will come out of this um they seem like actually one of the more solid couples so I far so. i really hope so i really do um let's do statler next yeah statler now guys i want to remind you Oh, there's so much that doesn't add up with her. I told you I'm suspicious of her, Kate. I told you from the beginning, there's something about her I don't buy. Mm. Um, like, so we saw last week, she had the full, full on like food poisoning. She was vomiting and shitting. Mess. And if you've ever had true food poisoning, that's what it is. You can't even, it's just so horrendous, right? It's coming out both ends. She goes to the chemist in England and gets some medicine Hasn't really even brushed her hair or brushed her teeth, it looks like, after vomiting. And then she meets um, Dempsey. Dempsey, that's it. And they do this whole, oh, I'm awkward, I'm awkward. I I, I, I need this to, like, you're grown adults. Can we just stop this whole, it's not cute, we're over it. It's cute for a little, like, we're fine. You're adults, you can have a normal conversation. Um And Dempsey has, like, this big, big face and this big, big smile. It's, like, the most gorgeous smile she smiles and you're just like that is a smile so 
they then are like, so I was like, oh, well, you know, I'm super awkward, um, you know, so insects meh. um so let's go let's go back to my hotel room so go back to the hotel room and um we see them like exchange gifts uh, and it was just like insects this from, was telling yeah it was in so it's so okay, i keep wanting to say dabney as in kinsey's <laughs> sister dempsey gives her like this very thought it was a beautiful presentation box not that i condone animals being put in boxes after they've just perhaps they died naturally but a display case of these insects because that was really interested and then she's oh that's so weird that's what i got you too so statler gets dempsey something that she's not interested in but statler is it's just so all right love um and she's very much pushing the sexual narrative and dempsey's just not there which she articulates and she says i'm gonna go and have a shower and she says they can you in this little quirky thing is it's running it's not doing it's not doing good for me like i just i'm i'm over it already she's like they can you in and she's like yeah on my own so she has a shower and she comes out and she's all like sunburned and stuff i love seeing that from thailand and she's like i'm getting into bed and then she's like, oh, um, you know, and she says in the confessional, I'm just not as experienced and I'm nervous and I just kind of want to, kind of want to take my time, not someone to rush into anything. And that's kind of how I am. And so Statler's like, so, you know, we're going to like, uh, she didn't even have a shower, by the way, that night. Just want to say that. She's like, you know, so should we like, you're going to kiss? And she's like, oh, no, I just kind of want to go to sleep. And she's like, okay, okay, okay. And then in the morning, Dempsey's made it very clear that she's not comfortable speaking sexually, I don't think. And Statler just goes into this very, very like personal, kind of crude comments about stuff. And you can see Dempsey is like, she laughs to like get over embarrassment. She's like, enough of the sex talk, enough of the sex talk. It was just really uncut. They ended up, she says they ended up having sex. Great. But I don't know how much Dempsey just didn't, she said she didn't want to do it, but she ended up doing it. But I don't know. I, I don't like, I, I, I just don't like Statler. I'm just going to say it. I don't like her. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I got the impression. The impression I got is that Dempsey doesn't want to talk about all this on camera. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't necessarily think Statler was like, way too pushy and like made her (laughs) have sex or whatever but like she doesn't want to be on camera like talking about yeah like she's just she's a little bit more reserved and private private i would private about that and statler on the other hand wants to be cracking jokes and coming off all charming and funny on camera and dempsey's just like oh i don't uh, stop but uh, yeah, I get what you're saying. It, I don't trust her. I don't trust her. She seems like a player. She does. She absolutely does. And I think if a man had said some of the stuff that she said and was acting the way she would, it'd be very different. Yeah. I just think she is, she's rushing. She rushes into everything. She's someone here's, here's who she is. She's Fred Armisen. Spoken about this before. Fred Armisen is notoriously a terrible, he did this like, podcast interview and he said you know I'm a terrible terrible boyfriend and he said I'm a terrible boyfriend because I get super excited in the first bits of a relationship and I'm the best boyfriend in the world and I'm so excited and all I want to do is talk about you and our future and I'll move in with you in like six weeks but what happens is I get bored in three months and then I cheat and I'm a terrible boyfriend he said all of this that's who Statler is yeah Fred Armisen that tracks because next week we see a clip of Dempsey asking Statler if she's ever cheated and Statler's like, um, and I, my American Eagle eyes saw that in the background, there was a thing in Dempsey's home that stated she's a Pisces. It was like a decorative thing that said Pisces. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know anything about star signs. Okay. Well, Pisces, it's like very sensitive emotional types oh i was like "Ooh, statler's gonna hurt run. her <laughs> yeah run 
Um, oh, I just I don't know, right? I can't, so. I can't figure them out. I don't know. And we go back to um, Statler's place where she has like a kind of like mobile home type of thing on the farm that she works on. She's a real farm girl. And it was kind of bad. They go back there. She hasn't even made the bed. She has no food. She's like nothing in. And they're like, uh, she's like, have you got any, anything for dinner? She's like, got a bit of chocolate. It was really bad. And they're literally in the middle of nowhere. Um, and her bed wasn't even made. Oh, uh, she was traveling. So I was like, I get yeah, it. Yeah, I was. But, oh. So then that was going to be their first night there. But Statler was, then, see, this is nothing. Statler was already like, well, I mean, you know, Dempsey doesn't know this yet, but I've already decided that if I really like this, I'm just going to move here. And but I'll tell you what, I can't move in here. Oh, Stella, calm down, calm yeah. down, mate. She's, she's going at two hundred miles per hour, and Dempsey's going at a sensible fifty. Yeah, oh, the whole dad thing. So they're on their way to uh, the caravan, which I was expecting, like a covered wagon. When they said caravan, oh, I'm like, that's caravan. what you call them. That's what you. <laughs> I always forget. I've said caravan before and people have looked at me weird. A caravan is a mobile home. Okay. So I was really unclear on what was going to show up uh, when they got there, but um, she has made it pretty cute. But anyways, when they're on the way there, it's a two hour drive and Statler wants to know, oh, am I going to meet your friends? And Dempsey's like, I think so. Yeah. And then, oh, what about your dad? And she's like, I don't know. I've like mentioned that I'm seeing someone, but he doesn't like fully know about where we're at and everything. And then Dempsey tells us he is really protective of me. And I want to make sure this is even going to pan out before I introduce them. Whereas Statler is like, well, her dad's her best friend. So you would think I'd be a hot topic while they were on their vacation in Thailand. And I was like, you're giving oh. yourself a lot of credit. You've never even freaking met. <laughs> I know. I know. Calm down, love. Seriously. Like she's too much. Yeah. Um. So that was kind of them. We'll see how it goes next week, but I think Statler's going to end up the charm will wear off very quickly for her. I think. And I think that X is going to come into play. Remember, we had the mention of the X, the English X. Yeah. She's going to want to meet up with her. I think so. I think so. Um, Kate, take us in to Misha and Nicola. Okay. It's the day after the nightclub night. Yeah. And they are driving to the Catholic village where he goes to church. It's also where his best friend Wasim lives. And so the plan is Nicola is going to show Misha his church and then they're going, she's going to, or he's going to introduce her to his friend and his friend's wife. And I have, I like monkeys, Misha. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. The monkeys. Uh, He's got monkeys in his car. He's, he's an odd duck. So they get to the church. They tour it. It is very cool. It's very beautiful. There's a great view from the roof. Yep. Um, And so she sees it all. This is where I pray every week, Misha. Oh, yes. So beautiful. I feel close to my religion. Then they go outside. She finds a kitten to play with. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Which Nicola is weirdly annoyed by. And then the friend shows up. And they start talking. They start talking and he, I kind of was skipping around in this, but the friend is like, he's putting, he's putting Misha, he keeps saying, well, she needs to, oh, she's here with my friend. She's playing with this cat and she's playing. And I was like, yeah. And then of course I got really emotional thinking about all the street cats that are there and all the kittens and anyway, but um, it was, he started saying that she what, honestly I've kind of forgotten but I know he was insulting her in front of the yeah. friend right what was he saying I've really yeah. forgotten sorry it's okay so he uh yeah he brings up the cat thing he's like oh she always has to catch these cats and play with them and like rolling his eyes and then he goes oh she's pestering me like crazy to meet my family even all that I've sacrificed for her in the last 48 hours what have you sacrificed? You've uh, taken her to to dinner? I and- don't care. Yeah. So 
it's, I would have been really pissed off just like she is after this because he's presenting it to his friends and just not in a nice light. He doesn't seem excited. He's still not showing her any affection. He's not like putting his arm around her or hugging her or anything. No. We're back at the hotel talking about this. And this was such an upsetting scene. He's totally dismissing her feelings. Oh, this hotel scene was rough. Yeah. Rough. He is, he diminishes her. He, classic sign. Did I write it down? Yeah. Classic line. You're too emotional. Mm -mm. Now, when someone says that to you, you know what I get, I've got a lot in my life is you're too sensitive. And that's just the same. And I say, and it's to completely diminish your feelings and tell you that you are overreacting and to invalidate every feeling you have. And that's the line they use. You're too emotional. You're too sensitive. Well, actually, no, I'm not. And she stood, she was sitting there crying, taking it all from this piece of shit. And someone, someone got a screen grab that he's giving her the finger. And I don't know if that he says something and gives her the finger. Did you see that? No. And I don't know, perhaps it could have been he was going like that, turning his hand and it just caught. But you see, I wish I would have got it. It's on Instagram, one of the accounts we follow. It's like he's going like that. Like, as he says something, he's like, oh, enough hugs or something like that. I don't I don't know. But he is. She needs to run from this situation immediately. If she has any thought at this point that she's going to marry him, it is a joke. He has... I said this to you, and listen, I don't write people off. I think um, you can find love at any age, but I will tell you he's past the age because he has never had it before. He has no idea how to interact with women. He will never at 46 understand how to interact with women. He's no. done. And his and he's all butthurt. His ego is all hurt. Oh, she thinks that she knows how relationships are supposed to be because she's had so many and I haven't had one. And it's like, yeah, she does. Yeah. And she's being very clear with her communication with you. And she's not even a mess and sobbing and not making sense. Like you're making her out to be hysterical. She's just lightly crying and telling you that she can't live a life with someone who doesn't show affection or act like they care. He has no fundamental understanding of how to communicate with a woman. And that's it. So it's never going to work. So end of story, pack those 800 bags you have and go home. It has yeah. been a waste of seven years, but you know, go home and get some hot man because you're gorgeous. This is lunacy. Yeah. I really, good, really hope she goes. And I, a hot Catholic guy you can find in America, go and find him because this guy it's going to be misery. And I think the rest of this is just them going to be misery. I think he's going to end up proposing to her. Absolutely. I know. And she'll be all flattered by it. And then she'll come back to America, but they'll never get married. That's what I think. Do you think she will meet his family? Yeah. Yeah. Production will make make it so. I think they'll make it so. It's just... Oh, it's so many red flags. He's terrible. He's just, she's, what are you doing, love? Look at you. Look at you. Look at what you have to offer. You're intelligent. You're educated. You have a career. You have children. You have your own home. You know how to have a relationship. Go and get some hot guy in the church. Just go and do that. Yep. And that's it, guys. (laughs) That's the end of, go and get some hot, hot Catholic guy um that's it those are everyone next week we're going to see that christian and cleo and i'm going to watch myself because i am can't stand him him and his receding hairline need to fuck off back to america Uh, i can't i can't stand him i really can't Mm. ty ray needs to get a little bit of a wake-up call so hopefully we'll see that with ty ray um but yeah that's it guys um before we go obviously you're listening to this today on a tuesday um tomorrow we have our wheel of shame episode coming out in which we are covering 
Um, Restaurant Impossible. We have a lot to say about the very sketchy background of Robert (laughs) Irvine, the main chef on that. Um, And then on Friday, we have our episode in which we review Bravo. We do Real Housewives of Orange County, Crappy Lake, Real Housewives of New York. So please go out and go and check that all out. Um, Kate, anything else? Uh, While you are listening, just take a second, rate us five stars, give us a quick, nice review. You can just write deeply unsettling or something that we say. It doesn't matter. Just, you know, give us a nice rating. Tell a friend about the show. That's super helpful. And thank you very much for being here. Follow us, Instagram, Tender Living Care Podcast. I think that's all I have. That's up. That's up. Guys, we love you. We love your support. DM us as much as we want. We love reading it. We love getting back to you. And have um, a fabulous rest of your week. We will speak to you, I guess, in our next episode tomorrow. Bye-bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.